From the Heart.org Radio, this is The Fellow's Corner. Good evening, I'm Dr. John Gala, a current third-year cardiology fellow at the Cleveland Clinic, and I'm here with my boss, Dr. Steve Nissen, the chairman of Cardiovascular Medicine. Dr. Nissen, you've always been a champion of fellow education, and I wanted to talk to you a little bit about my presence here in Cleveland. Uh, I'm here helping to administrate a large clinical trial uh, that's being uh, uh, run by the Cleveland Clinic, and I wondered if you would discuss what you feel the benefits are for both the fellows and for uh, trialists of having a fellow involved in, uh, in, the, in uh, uh, an arrangement like this. Well, I feel very strongly about this. Uh, you know, many of us who are involved in clinical trials, nobody ever taught us how to do it. It's something you kind of learn as you go along. Right. And um, to have a group of fellows, and we have very talented fellows at the Cleveland Clinic, and we do a lot of clinical trials. And so we made as a policy when I took over as chairman that we would assign a cardiology fellow to every clinical trial that we conduct. And the fellows are involved in everything from the steering committee meeting to the data safety and monitoring board. They meet with the study team. They're on the operational team calls. And it's an opportunity to learn the art of how to conduct a clinical trial. I can't think of a better way to do education for fellows. Let me tell you why. Even if the fellows that are involved never conduct a clinical trial of their own, everybody reads the literature. Sure. And when you read a clinical trial result, you know, knowing what it takes to get a clinical trial done, knowing all the, the foibles that you, and all the, all the hurdles that one has to overcome, it gives you an appreciation of the clinical trial medical literature that I think you'd never get if you didn't have that opportunity. So I'm very passionate about it. I'm delighted to have you involved in a major clinical trial, and we have several other fellows sure. playing critical roles sure. in the clinical trials that we're doing. We certainly enjoy the opportunity to get to participate. Um, you've uh, um, been in the news quite a bit lately. What other uh, uh, advice do you have for uh, current fellows who are interested in getting into uh, maybe a career such as yours? Well, of course, it's a long road. And I think, um, you know, my feeling is that the opportunity for fellows to choose a career in academic medicine is it's a great opportunity. So few seem to do that these days. I mean, I think a lot of people are on a very quick path toward private practice. And that's not to say that private practice isn't a very honorable thing to do, and you get to care for a lot of patients one at a time. Right. But if you choose an academic pathway, and if you can maintain your independence and your integrity as you do that, then you change the practice of medicine for everybody. And so as I think back over some of the clinical trials that you know, we've done, that not myself necessarily, but other members of the team have done at the clinic. Uh, you know, my predecessor, Eric Topol, had an enormous impact on cardiovascular medicine over many, many years doing clinical trials. And it's something I certainly wouldn't trade for anything in the world, because it's an opportunity to really change the field and change the practice of medicine. Now, it's not easy to get there, and you will work hard to get there. You know, no one's ever going to come in your door and say, here you go, here's $150 million, now go out and do a clinical trial. You really have to earn it. Right. But if you're willing to take that pathway and work hard at it, you can be successful. Dr. Topol was somebody that we always enjoyed as a mentor, and you yourself have mentioned uh, the uh, important role that Tony DeMaria played as your first mentor when you were at, uh, on staff at University of Kentucky. Mentorship takes a lot of time. 
Um, do you see any um, uh, solutions to or ways of inculcating mentorship among your own faculty for the fellows? Well, that's a great question. I think we have to encourage it. And you know, it's interesting, uh, you know, I just got through a cycle where we did our evaluations of, you know, every year we have an annual performance evaluation. And one of the things that we asked as a team, as we evaluated each of the members of the, of the faculty was, how, what were they doing for fellow education and teaching? And, you know, mentorship does take a lot of time, but you know, it's got to be the most rewarding thing that we do. There are people who, who I have mentored over the years, and as I watch them achieve success, you know, I, I, it really to me is like being a proud parent. Right. And you watch the people that you had an influence on, and you see them achieve things and, and, and achieve really greatness. And, and of course, the ultimate achievement is when they eclipse their mentor, right. and many do. Uh, and you have to be comfortable with that. Sure. But it is, it is a, such a rewarding thing. It's, it's allowing your legacy to live on forever through the people you've trained and you've influenced. And you know, I particularly, because I am somebody who tends to be pretty outspoken, <laughs> uh, I, I really enjoy it when I see people that I've trained take on the big, tough, controversial issues of our day and step right out and, and say what they think. And that's really what it's all about. Anything else you'd like to talk about while, while we have our, the time here in the studio? Well, actually there is. You know, uh, the very fact that you're here uh, is very important. Uh, I'm actually very pleased that theheart.org has recognized that there is a, a very important constituency consisting of cardiology fellows that really want to participate in in, in what happens on theheart.org. And, you know, I, I come into your fellows room, and I think you know that a certain number of you on any given day are, are logged on, you know, reading the latest news. Always. Uh, always reading the news about what's happening. Well, now you have an opportunity to create a fellows area for theheart.org. And I think that this will be a very rich area. What I've learned over the years is that fellows have insights that are different and that we may not even see. You know, they, they're seeing medicine from the ground floor. You know, they're in the trenches. You know, they're struggling with some of the issues that we struggle with, but in different ways. And so this is a great opportunity, I think, for fellows to articulate their thinking, their concerns, uh, to talk about the controversies. And there are many controversies in medical education. You know, is training programs, are they too long? Um, I, I gave a speech at the, uh, my final speech as president of the ACC where I said that I thought cardiology should leave internal medicine and we should change training programs so that the program was shorter. You get only a year or two of internal medicine and then right. move into cardiology. Well, how do the fellows feel about that? Um, this is a chance for fellows to, to really weigh in on these critical issues and to create a dialogue and to, and to really have something to say to each other. So, I'm excited that you're here, and I'm excited that theheart.org is reaching out to cardiology. We folks. are too. We are too, and hopefully that there will be the fellows area will be not only visited by the fellows, but also by people like yourself who can come in and, uh, at their own pace, uh, give exam or give uh, uh, advice or uh, comment uh, in areas where they feel that uh, their voice needs to be heard for fellow issues. You've been listening to the Fellows Corner on theheart.org radio.